So Lorena, I would like to know what is something super random and stupid that you dislike and why? Damn, random and stupid? Something random or stupid. I don't know if I've already shared this on the podcast, but I don't like when guys have really short nails. Did nah, I, I think that? that's normal. That I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like what... <laughs> I don't like when I go get my nails done mm-hmm. and then the nail tech is like trying to push me to do all this extra shit and her toes are crusty <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> they're trying to get me to spend all this money, but their toes be looking funky as yeah. hell. <laughs> this is Lorena. <laughs> this is Jessica and welcome back to the Girls and Podcast. What's up, everyone? Hey, guys. As you could tell, I'm feeling way better from my sidebar. I know. I was concerned. Dude, I was scared. I'm just kidding. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I thought Jessica had COVID. I know. Even after I went to go take my test, Lorena kept telling my mom, like, Jessica tiene COVID. And I was like, bro, no, I don't. It's because, you know, let me knock on wood real quick. You know, we haven't had COVID. So I was yeah. like, damn, if I... It, finally reached us <laughs> i was like fuck we've been chosen y'all it's because like since mm-hmm. i'm not out in these streets as much as jessica i was like yeah. getting mad at her because she brought this shit home but she's negative yeah i'm negative she's been negative i was once i started feeling better a little bit last week and i went out to camping trip with friends not lorena <laughs> lorena did not come But yeah, I went with friends and kind of the topic today is mixing friend groups and friendships in in general. general. Yeah. Where'd you go camping? We camped out in Utah and then um, we're at Lake Powell. Um, We're literally like, I wouldn't even say we're like deep as in Utah. We're like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from like where Arizona ends in Utah. Yeah. It's like right there. Okay. So it was it was what? Five hours? Yeah. Five hour drive. And um. We're technically more in like Page, Arizona. Okay. So one to ten, mm. was the five hour drive worth it? Um, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff you could see. Okay. Like the horseshoe bend is like twenty minutes out from right there. Mm-hmm. And um Antelope Canyon is um another twenty minutes. So if you literally wanna hit all three spots in one world trip, you can. Okay, that's dope then. Yeah, because we hit um horseshoe bend and like powwow, but not antelope canyon, but we when we were at the lake and um, we rented out a boat, um, we went through um, Antelope Canyon, like okay. the lake. That's you get dope. me? That's yeah. Dope. So it, I think it's a good spot, but I do not recommend for camping because of all the sand. You get me? Yeah. Like w- once we got back from the the boating stuff, all our shit was full of sand, like how windy it was. It was yeah. crazy. I think it also depends on the time of year, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But... Is it worth it? Like, the views are nice out there and everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, The everything, honestly, it's it's freaking beautiful. Like, I think everything Utah is, like, fucking dope as fuck. It's because you know how sometimes, well, on Instagram or even, like, on the internet in general, like, shit looks beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. did it meet the expectations? Yeah. 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 Because you know how sometimes, like, you see pictures of Arizona and you're like, eh. they're nice, but then, like, there's... I don't know. You're like, I live there. Yeah. Yeah. Not every part of it looks that great. Yeah. Um, No, it was super dope. I do recommend like going out there, but I I would want to camp out in Utah where it's more woodsy. 
yes not like a like the beach setting yeah because here in arizona we have like we already have not the beach but it's like pure dirt you know yeah. what i'm saying like i when i camp i like to go where there's trees and stuff yeah like where we went on our hike to flagstaff like yeah. if we were to camp there we'd kind of sick yeah i would fucking love it but that brings me to so the camping trip was you know it was decent until short long story short because i feel like it's a super long story but my friend and i we got uh lost on the jet ski on the shitty ass jet ski it was only going 50 miles per hour when we got on it um we basically went the opposite way from the houseboat was going and i thought i was watching it enough but then obviously it got to a point where we're just having fun in the water yeah we lost track of the direction they're going but I still um, went up to all the houseboats in the lake. And the lake power was fucking huge, guys. So, hice some vueltas, and I couldn't find them to the point where I had to go find a stranger to ask for their phone because we didn't have money or our phones or water or sunscreen or anything on us. How long were you lost, though? Um, I think it was only two hours, but they say we are probably gone for two to three hours fuck that and when you guys left the boat i don't know if i've already asked you this but when you guys like left on the jet ski were they like was the boat on were they actively moving or were they put well i was the one driving the boat before i left because um uh everybody else wanted a drink and i didn't want to drink on the on the trip Mm -hmm. so um they're like hey do you mind driving again i'm more of the experienced person when it has to come with like boats and all this crap right all this crap (laughs) but um my friend asked me like oh do you mind driving i was like yeah so when i was driving they had it like full speed and i'm like dude we don't need to be going fast the whole time because then it gets uncomfortable you can't really be walking around on the boat like it was like spacious enough for you to be walking around standing and stuff like that so i'm like dude we don't have to be going that fast so i had it let's say like maybe seven five to seven miles per hour but there's not like the meter it's not really it doesn't it doesn't really show you speed it just says like that you're moving if that makes sense like on the boat if somebody knows what i'm talking about like they have a bunch of things that sounds hella sus and i don't know how to read all that stuff like you get me yeah so i was just it was at five to seven miles per hour but whatever we got lost and it got to the point where i had to call lorena and lorena so yeah this whole week that whole weekend i was like oh you know i was happy for you well i wasn't sitting there like thinking but you know i was imagining you out there living your best life Mm because we that's something we love to do camp and go to the lake that's just something that we have always done every summer so Mm -hmm. like i know it's a good time you know what i'm saying and i was over here while jessica was out there i was at home and at that moment i was i was cleaning i was like jamming i was home alone you know i was bumping (laughs) music and when jessica called me i don't fucking i don't like usually answer unknown calls yeah like unknown numbers like i don't care if it's a local number like if it's not saved i'm not gonna answer if it's important you're gonna text me yeah and i I remember i was like a little annoyed because it kept going (laughs) off and i was like what the fuck i'm trying to listen to this this is my song (laughs) until jessica left me a voice message and i texted her too oh yeah you did text me but i also have my text messages like i don't know why but lorena had her phone on do not disturb always i always do annoying yeah so she left me a voice message which another thing i don't listen to voice messages Mm -hmm. because it's usually like who leaves voice messages these days you know but and then she was just like hey it's jessica call me (laughs) when she calls me again i was like what's up 
she, she, no she was so chill she was like hey what's up i was like ew <laughs> and i'm like i need my oh because i took my cousin i took my cousin and she doesn't know anyone on the boat so she was by herself like she's a very soft-spoken type of person so i'm like do you have um do you have her cousin's number and she's like yeah i'm like i need you and then oh so my friend is like panicking like the whole time because we figured out we we're lost right and she and i think that was her first time right like yeah that's her first time on water she told me this after we got on the boat we eventually obviously i'm here safe so she's, she's alive eventually she told me that she fears water so i'm like i'm so happy you did tell me that like while we we're lost because i would have been more panicked because i had to hold it down for us man i was like you're the captain yeah dude i was like the how do you say sergeant yeah yeah i was like the sergeant of us too like i had to take charge whatever lorena gives me the number she's like are you okay like i'm kind she's like i'm kind of worried <laughs> and then i was like i was like we're good it's just urgent because i didn't want to scare my sister you know like i'm fucking fine i'm in another state and yeah i was like so whose number is this and she's like she starts laughing like <laughs> it's a stranger and i'm like the fuck how am i supposed to feel like you know secure like segura que estás bien but then i told you i'll call you in a little bit right yeah. okay so whatever um and then i call our cousin yahida mm-hmm. i call her and i'm like hey jessica told me to tell you mm-hmm. it was like a fucking vague ass message yeah. to tell you that she's where you guys left her and i was like is everything cool and then she's like yeah like okay she's yeah. like I'll, yeah okay i'll let them know and i was like hella mm-hmm. confused we had traveled back to the docking station a couple times because that's how long we we're on the water that we needed to take breaks from sitting down because we we're cramping we're in the sun again no water no sunscreen no phone no money to fucking buy us food like at the gift shop or anything so we're getting dehydrated we're hungry you know i like how they don't have any sheriffs out there but they have a gift shop Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This Lake Powell fucking sucks. Do not. If you are not experienced in the water at all, like, do not go there. Or don't have good quality, like, boats and jet skis. The jet skis suck. Like, the boat. uh, The boat was pretty cool. But, like, I just don't recommend if you're not experienced at all. Like, even if you think you're kind of experienced, like, don't go until you feel more experienced. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, I end up getting the map. And my friend tells me he's in zones between zones four and eight. And I'm at zone two. He tells me they're not moving, but like the current is still moving you because it's it was pretty windy. Yeah. So whatever we hang up. They didn't want to turn the he didn't want to turn the boat around to meet us halfway because he's like again thinking they're not moving as fast, right? Or we hang up and I look at my friend. And I'm like, hey, we're gonna find them. Like I already know where they're at. I was like, I don't know. Like, again, this is my first time at this lake. I don't know where I'm going, but I had to ask questions to the guy that I borrowed the, the phone from. And I'm like, what am I going to see on my way traveling over there? And he was telling me whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, we're going over there. And was he like a worker or was he just like a random person that was out there too? It seemed like we had rented out his boat and jet ski. <laughs> and that's why we were. he was like helping us. Were you like talking shit about the jet ski in front of him? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. And then, so whatever. We're traveling. We're hitting all the points that the guy's saying. And then there's zones in the water. And my friend's like, dude, there's only, we keep seeing number, zone two, zone two. We don't know what they mean. Do you know the <laughs> things? But that's in our head. That's how we're there thinking. There are like mile markers like on the free 
freeway type of deal? I, I don't even know, honestly. Like, I don't know what the numbers mean. But you know how the map is marked out? Yeah. So we're thinking, oh, we're still in zone two. And we have been in the water for like a good maybe 15 minutes already because we can't go fast because the jet ski d- like shuts off on you if you go more than 15 miles per hour it wasn't a good quality no it was not good quality and we're riding with the waves like you know it's just scary like the waves were getting to the point where they're like ocean waves and there it was just super, super scary and i end up pulling up next to another boat another yacht and i was like oh i'm looking for zone eight am i going the right way and they're like yeah you're good like keep going and then we see a boat and it's not them. So we start like, my friend is just like the whole time, guys, from the moment we're like on the on the jet ski headed their way, she's going off. She goes from like sad to angry and then from, from angry to like terrified. Yeah, because if you've <clears throat> never been on a jet ski, it's it can be very scary if you don't know one, how to ride it. If it doesn't go fast enough and the current is strong, like mm-hmm. you could flip over water gets in there and then if it's just scary it could be fucking scary yeah and whatever and we end up finding them and then we can't catch up to them because we can't go fucking fast and the current is huge but finally we get there um you know they're they're tying it down maddie like she get she's just panicking like pull me up and i compare it to in movies where when a bomb explodes or something and you just hear nothing, but there's a bunch of chaos happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like that for the first 10 minutes of me being on the boat, that's how I felt. Like, I, I don't even know what I said to them, what they said to me. But I know I was talking and then um, I snapped out of it when they're like, oh, we made food. There's food right there. We put put it away for you guys. And I remember we just took it out and we just like were eating in silence, like drinking water, like checking it down. Like, we just couldn't believe we we're on the boat. And... Um, I was with Maddie yesterday and I was telling her like there's moments in friendships that it gets tested and I feel like both of my friendships got tested this week this past weekend I was like obviously mine and yours because we got lost together and also mine and my guy friends because we went for his birthday weekend yeah and I was just telling her like I feel like our bond got bigger because we went through something very traumatic scary as fuck and scary and we like you know we had to like pulled to, through together mm-hmm. and then i was like and then for him not to you know it, it probably plays out different in his head but like we were gone for so long and when i asked him to turn the boat around and he didn't want to meet us halfway it like it fucks with you because you're like dude like we've been lost why wouldn't you turn the boat around yeah so, especially because they had like a good functioning boat that yeah. could go at a higher speed yeah and he they were like they could have figured it out there's a big group of them yeah and we like we were like the outsiders right like he was pulling he was mixing his friend groups together yeah and so it's like we felt like oh well of course they're not gonna give a shit about us because we we're not close to all of them like we're i was the only one that knew him he knew my friend and my cousin that day because i invited them so it's like like it's me you get me that you combined it combined it yeah i'm like dude they got tested because he didn't want to turn the boat around and we were like i'm sure we sounded like scared on the phone yeah you got me dude well when you guys called me mm-hmm. i could hear like maddie in the background panicking yeah. that's what made me worried because you were like calm and collected mm-hmm. kind of because your voice was a little like yeah you could tell you were like worried but like she was panicking like i could literally hear her yelling yeah. it, got, it got to the point guys where i was not saying anything to maddie on the jet ski 
she was just going off like no we're not gonna find them oh my god i'm scared oh like she because you know we're moving in the water so she was like ah, ah like yelling so i mean it's funny to laugh about it now but i'm like fuck dude that shit was scary dude like being lost in general like mm-hmm. you know in solid ground is scary yeah in water mm-hmm. that shit's fucking scarier like i've been like we've been go- like out in lakes where like there's literally no one and mm-hmm. you're like out there it's kind of like it gives you some type of feeling you know yeah. like you're like this is kind of scary if it's beautiful out here but it's kind of scary yeah because when us like when our family have taken out jet skis like we go far as fuck like we'll be gone for like an hour because of how deep we go into the lake but but we know the lakes pretty yeah. well yeah the lakes we go to we go to often so yeah. it's like we know like oh if we go this way we're gonna see this and we have we go like 50 60 miles per hour it's yeah. not like we're fucking traveling a little like as you know slow so yeah. we get to cover more ground faster yeah <laughs> so it's like damn dude i was just like so when i got home and i was telling lorena um you know i was like very emotional telling her about yeah. like everything like i was about to fucking like start crying like you did like, a cry lot. well you did cry well yeah but not like crazy like i was like holding back but i was like very emotional she just felt grateful to be home let's just say yeah and then uh i was just telling her like damn like you know how people say like i'll take a bullet for my my homie like i was like but really would you like would you really you get me yeah that's how i was feeling like well even right now i'm just like fuck dude that's crazy this is like situations that Hmm. teach you if your friends are really about it you know what i'm saying if they really like it shows you their character Mm -hmm. and you know this person that you know you went camping with that didn't turn around yeah he's not a bad person no he's super like yeah yeah. he's actually really cool but i don't know if he got caught up in the moment Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it was but that's not cool yeah because i could say i think for me i could say i'm different with this friend group when i'm with this person when i'm with this person like I'm still me, but they bring out different sides of you, you yeah. know? Some how you're saying he probably got caught up. He's probably more chaotic when he's with them because they're not organized people at all. Like, you know, there's like a saying like Ponte Mosca, Ponte Viva. Yeah. I feel like they don't apply to that. Like they're just there. Like they just be existing in the world. Yeah. Not to be fucked up, but honestly, there's some people that are just content living like that. Yeah. So that's the type of people they are yeah so i guess the question is would you take a bullet for your friend or would your friend take a bullet for you i've been in similar situations yeah from my personal experience i will not ever mix like two big because i've also been like that like i used to have a group of friends that i would fucking party with Mm -hmm. every weekend and then i had friends that i was like okay these are like my gym like my hiking friends yeah these are my like my friend that i know i could go and trust and we're more like chill but she mm-hmm. knows me personally yeah like my best friend and i've been in the situation where i mix people like i mixed all of them and dude they got into a huge ass fight like it was chaotic like i was like never ever again mm-hmm. and it's just like you need to learn how to read people and know who could mix with who yeah i really feel like that yeah um because people that are really opposites like they just no se van a llevar you know they're not gonna go Mm -hmm. and it really makes you question like certain friendships yeah i agree because you're like if you're really gonna act like that like that's not the person that i thought you were you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, I I always tell my best friend, like, I know people probably don't like this term that I've been saying in the past couple episodes, but I always tell her, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I feel like a piece of shit next to you because she is so, like, kind and respectful to everyone. But I'm not saying I'm a piece of shit. I feel like I'm kind and respectful to everyone, too. Mm -hmm. But she's just so genuine about it. So I'm like, dude, like, you're such a better person than I am. You, You get me? So that's how I feel about her. Yeah. But obviously, like mine and her friendship has gotten tested before too yeah but i would never take that away from her yeah versus like this past weekend with my other friend yeah you're a good person but i know he's more selfish like within himself but me i feel like i'm more selfish too so it's like you battle where to forgive people because you're like where the fuck am i in the spectrum you get me Yeah, but me personally yeah and you know i feel like you're the same way i've been for example we've been to the lake with friends before yeah and they have no experience at the lake yeah right i would never put my friends in a fucked up situation you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. even if they were experienced, I would not leave anyone hanging, bro. Like, that's just not the person I am. Yeah. And especially if it's dangerous, mm-hmm. like, I would never do that, dude. Yeah. So, like, I even though I'm selfish, too, bro, when it comes to some things like my peace, mm-hmm. my fucking time. Yeah. But I would never, like, leave anyone hanging like that. You know what I'm saying? So it really tells you about a person, dude. Yeah. I told him, like, on the way back, me and passenger... My cousin and my friend Maddie in the back, they're crashed out the whole time because it was pretty cold. So we didn't really sleep, you know, like, I mean, we did. Um, it was funny because we took Benadryl, obviously, because like we all have allergies mm-hmm. and we, we all took Benadryl. So I told him, I'm like, I'm trying to sleep tonight. I was like, I'm going to knock myself out. And so I took Benadryl, but mm-hmm. I take it like for allergies in general. So for yeah. me, it's like. Like, I'm not a drug addict, guys. But, <laughs> you know, do your research about it. I'm not recommending it. I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? But, like, to sleep. But we barely slept all weekend, so they were crushed at the whole ride back, like, mainly the five hours. And I was telling him, like, I forgive you. So this is what I told him. I was like, I forgive you, but it's going to take me some time, you know? To come around. To come around because, dude, that's a lot. And I would just, like, make jokes like, dude, my therapist is going to hear about you later. Oh, because when we went to, we stopped by a horseshoe bend. Um, to It's like a mini hike, like 20 minutes. And we took pictures. I wasn't not thinking about, like, aesthetics. But I took a picture of him and his best friend. And it didn't come out good. Like, I didn't get the whole, like, horseshoe bend. I got, like, half of it. Yeah. Which I feel bad about, but... He was like, dude, like you suck at taking pictures. And I'm like, dude, well, you suck about, you suck at turning around boats. So it's like I was throwing shots the whole time. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, like it's going to take time because I don't want to be bringing this up all the time, you know? Yeah. Not get over it, but I've, I forgive him for peace, like my own peace. Yeah. You know, I don't want that, ha- like how you're talking about grudges and stuff. I don't want that hanging over me. It's more like, dude, we're, we're cool, but it's like, would I go on another trip with you? Like, ah, like, low up inside. Yeah, you're going to really, like, <laughs> it's going to have different factors. Yeah. So I'm like, damn. There's definitely some deal breakers when it comes to friendships. Yeah. Definitely. You, you know, like, it just sucks because I try to put myself in people's shoes because of how you say, like, everyone's raised differently. Like, your morals and the way you do things are so different from everyone. So... Okay, so say we go to the club or something. I'll tell everyone. I'm not taking care of no one tonight. 
you get drunk on your own. Like, I'm not taking care of no one. I'm trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, do me tonight, basically. Yeah. I make it known. And I started doing that a long time ago. But obviously, if my friend gets shit-faced, no la voy a dejar ahí. Yeah, you get me? Like, I'm going to be helping. If if I feel like everyone is drunk and they can't help her, then obviously I'm going to be there. You yeah, get you're me? you're not going to leave someone hanging, pretty much. Yeah, like, I said I'm not going to take care of you, but, like... Obviously, if you need me to, like, I'm be there for you. No, I definitely feel that. And a good example, you know, without saying names, mm-hmm. is one of the last, or not last, I think it was last summer, we went to the lake. Yeah. And one of my friends was really drunk. Mm-hmm. And she kept trying to ride the jet ski, right? Yeah. And out there, the lake we were at, the waves, there's so many people that the freaking current is, like, hell, like really strong. Like, if, even if you have a life jacket, you could drown yeah. because the fucking waves are so big. Yeah. And plus you can't drink and drive like even on the boat. Like you could get a DUI. Yeah. Or you could get severely hurt. Yeah. And she kept trying to get on the jet ski, but the life jacket she had on wasn't even closing. Mm -hmm. And even though I went with the mindset, like I'm not taking care of no one, like I'm going to have a good time. Like I wasn't going to like I I didn't. She probably thought I was a bitch, but I was like, you're not going to get on duty. Like you're faded. Like you're Mm -hmm. not going to get on like this. Like, I would feel, like, so much guilt if something happened to her. Yeah. And she was, like, that fucked up, you know? Mm-hmm. And she probably thought I was, like... She did tell me, like, dude, you keep tripping on me. But I was, like, dude, I'd rather you think I'm a bitch for this or something happening to you, you know? So, yeah, there's, like... There's some boundaries that, you know, you're, like, okay. Like, that's not none of my business. But at, the, at that point, you, that's fucked up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just... I feel like it comes with association too, like who you want to be associated with. Because I was thinking, you know, since we t- chose this topic, I was thinking about like who have I let go of that I don't want to be associated with. And the friendship that comes to mind was um, we were like best friends in high school. And like it was like a click of us. And we slowly all started separating because of this one person um, was allowing the relationship to like control the friendship. You get me? Yeah. So, and I was always helping this person after they were breaking up on and off. I would literally be for the, there for that person, like, the last one of the friend group, like, being their friend. And I'm like, it came to point where I'm like, okay, dude, I, can't, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I can't do this anymore. Like, I could, I could be your friend, but, like, not like this. Like, this is, you're an adult. Like, you should know your boundaries, you yeah. know? So I needed to disassociate from them or that person like i could live freely because it's like oh when do when are they gonna need me next you get me yeah so i feel like that's a deal breaker like if someone is really doing something that is fucking with your time and stuff and they're not taking that in consideration or disrespecting you too yeah you really need to let that person go and i feel like my life has gotten better like without them because i don't have the stress of like that person the relationship anymore yeah definitely i have like I said before, I'm the type I will cut people off. But, you know, when I was in high school, I went through a phase where I had, like, so many different best friends, right? Yeah. And I cut off a lot of people because they were not good, not necessarily bad people, but they weren't doing shit that I wanted to be doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there's a particular friend that I was really close with. And this particular person, like, I was with her every weekend. And, you know... For me to bring someone into my house, it's a big deal, even if you're a friend, because, like, I don't just bring anyone to my house, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? 
this is like my safe zone you know what i'm saying and she would always be at my house every weekend she would stay the night my mom would feed her my mom would drive us everywhere you know we were younger obviously Mm -hmm. and um she would say uh, so many bad things like about me she was like really a bad person like she was genuinely a bad person and she would talk shit about me my family and it's like bro how are you gonna do that and be my friend like come act like you're my friend so yeah definitely like disrespect is a deal breaker for me like for sure fuck yeah like I'm using that as an example because I feel like it applies to as an adult too, mm-hmm. you know? Bringing someone into your personal space and then they're going to be disrespecting you behind your back. Like, that's not a fucking friend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or sharing your fucking problems with other people. Like, the stuff that you can find them, you mm-hmm. know? Definitely a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Yeah, trust is, uh, like, the most important thing, you know? I'd say for me, other deal breakers are drug abuse. Oh, yeah. And... There's only one exception, really, and that's weed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have friends that do smoke that, but they're on their shit and they don't abuse of it. They, they're just because you do. I'm not saying because you do drugs, you're a bad person, but that's just a deal breaker for me. Yeah, because I have a lot to lose, and I've been put in positions where, like, I've, I guess, I was kind of in danger because of people that were either doing drugs or selling drugs and i don't know that's like definitely a deal breaker for me and like i have let go of good friendships um because of it Mm -hmm. and like i said doesn't mean that they're they're bad people they're actually like they're really good friends but i that's just something i I don't deal with but yeah it's just that i don't want to associate myself with people that aren't up to like similar things to me yeah you get me like i'm not saying you have to be just like me you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but like, I'm not trying to associate myself with with those things. So we can't really be friends. Yeah, I, I think for me, I, I try to see what friendships I'll take further from just surface level. Because there's some people that, yes, we're cool and we hang like we hang out sometimes, but it's very surface level that I don't. But it's because I feel like they're like, I know they need help but they don't seem like they want the help. And I, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a strong person um, that I'm not a strong person, but I'm not strong enough to like watch you like live your life like that. Yeah. So I keep it surface level when it comes to that that person, you know what I mean? No, I get you. Yeah. I I, I kind of feel like that. Like I'll still talk to you, Mm -hmm. like, but it's not going to be someone that I'm going to want to be spending time with like constantly. Like, I don't want to be, like part of your trouble yeah not that i'm saying i'm the trouble i'm saying like their troubles become your troubles right yeah i'm not i don't want to go it's like stuff i gone through i don't want to put myself through that again and like it's tough like i'm gonna keep it surface level and you have to find someone else that's willing to like take you in and help you out and that's like that's like one of my boundaries yeah especially if you've tried to help someone Mm -hmm. and they don't want the help yeah like I have and they didn't want it. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, I'm not going to push it on them, but we can't really be like, I'll call you to check on you. If I see you, it's good. No bad blood. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for you to be someone like I'm gonna bring around my family, that's like very unlikely. Yeah. And that sounds kind of cold, but I've just, you know, there's things that obviously I don't want to share, but there's things that we've been through that like, I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I feel like, um, and we're still healing from like a lot of the stuff, you know, and yeah, we're still going through stuff. That's yeah. the thing. And 
um it's a lot you guys dealing with someone that is suffering from like you know drug abuse or addiction it's like one of the hardest things anyone could go through yeah and i'm not gonna go through it with multiple people yeah i do i like refuse i I extended my hand to people they didn't know who they are i've already shown that i am there i have put them through resources and i've telling them but they have shown me that they don't want to change they're not like everyone gets ready at different points of their life and i know they're not ready yet and i'll be there for you once you are but i'm not gonna be the one to get you there like yeah. i don't i don't i'm not gonna put myself through that for especially you especially if you're not putting effort you know what yeah I mean? so definitely um that's one of my boundaries because i'm like dude even even if it doesn't have to do with like uh, like mental stability or like you know something even like financially i feel like i'm a good resource so when someone comes for me to help and they do literally the fucking opposite i'm like do i do i not mean anything to you don't fucking come ask me again like yeah. that's another boundary of mine like don't come to me if you're not gonna take what i say in consideration i know i used to be like that for other things like mm -hmm. even something simple like what should i wear oh my god this looks good on you mm -hmm. like now nah, i already knew what i wanted to wear mm -hmm. so i've learned to kind of if i already know what i want like i'm not gonna ask for help and even to fill the void of the, like the silence yeah like i'm gonna just let it be silent and i'm gonna i already know what i want whatever it is you get me yeah yeah I feel you. Definitely. I already made the choice in my head. And I feel like a lot of people make the choice in their head. But they keep asking everyone in the friend group for advice. And so the one hits like their answer, their answer. But then they're like, well, you told me like they try to put it on someone else. Yeah. And I feel like once you start observing your friend group more, you start to see who does that. It sounds cold or like fucked up but like there's friends that i've had for like years you know like yeah. since i was 11 that's different those are different relationships yeah like, i agree um obviously i would go to different extents for those because mm -hmm. we've been friends we're like family at that point but yeah um i don't want to be friends with people that like i have the baby bro mm -hmm. I, I don't because it's like i don't know maybe that's just the type of person i am and you know, I keep I know I say that a lot, but like I have my own problems, bro. That's why like when you say Athena mm -hmm. or your best friend, yeah, how she's like she's treats everybody the same, like she's so genuine. Like I'm not saying I'm not like that, but it's like I feel you when you say that because I'm more like selfish too. Yeah. And um that sounds fucked up and cold, but like I just don't wanna be babying anyone, bro. Yeah. Like I have too much going on on my plate. Like, I have patience for people. Again, I said, uh, I'll wait until you, you're ready to change or whatever. I'll be there for you. I'll support you in, what, in like, all stages of your life. But I'm not going to watch you put yourself through that. Yeah. And not necessarily just, like, with drugs or anything. I'm like just saying, anything. like, in general, yeah. bro. Like, I just want, I don't want to be dealing with, with any of that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And, you know call me a bitch i don't i don't know if that's bitchy but i just that's where i'm at you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so i recently amended two friendships from high school and obviously we're friends we met freshman year i met both of these girls in freshman year of high school and um we got really close like our junior year and then we were like just like the best of friends you know but then we fell off for two years and it wasn't like there was no big fight. We didn't talk shit to each other. We literally, it kind of like fizzled out. But obviously yeah. it was like for reasons, right? Um, I feel like we were all going through 
a lot. So one of them, um, her story, like um, her family problems, I guess, or her background is very similar to mine, mm-hmm. to like stuff we're going through. So me and her, like we bonded over that because we're like, oh, well, how are you dealing with this? How are you coping in this way? And it's like that, that was like someone I could talk to outside my family about something. Right. And then the other girl, like we're just close friends again, like we have similar backgrounds and we just like seen each other through a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah. So when we fizzled out, it was like like I feel like worse than a breakup. Like when with the spouse, you get me? Mm-hmm. I feel like I was sad for a long time because like I wasn't talking to them anymore. I remember. Yeah. And I literally thought about them like every day, like literally every fucking day. I know that sounds crazy, but I thought about and it's, it's like because you guys were together all the time. Yeah, we're together all the time. So and I, I was with them last night and I asked them like, hey, is it cool I talk about you guys on my podcast? Um, I think they pick and choose what episodes they listen to. So I don't know if they'll listen to this one, but was, they're like, yeah, like Sarah names. And I was like, oh, you guys are like not crazy, but <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like- yeah, they don't care. But yeah, we fizzled out. I feel like so when I first started hanging out with them first, I had to like let out we had to let out our feelings we talked about like hey during this time like we weren't friends because of this like I was doing this this and that you were this this and that and then I said what I need to say and it it just felt so good to like let everything out on the table because I'm not I didn't want to like be a part of the life their lives again and having like the baggage there like unsaid yeah so once we both did that um like go straight to each other and now it's like it feels like refreshing just to be around them again yeah and then um because like you said you can relate to them they get you mm-hmm. you know yeah even though i i feel like i'm so different from last year two years ago it's like you're still you just like um more positive or like you have evolved you have evolved and it's so n- nice to see that they have evolved in the same way i have but we did it separately. Like, it's just crazy to me that we were all going on this journey the same time, but we had to, like, separate to, like, reach it. Yeah. Because um, I was telling them, like, we were all, like, so sad. I remember the last time around the last couple months we were hanging out. And I was like, I just can't imagine if we would have kept hanging out, like, being so sad like that together. Like, I feel like we all would have turned to, like, like literal drug addicts. Yeah. Because in our head, like, that's all we know. Uh-huh. But I think it's good that we split up because it, like, turned for a positive. You get me? Yeah. Like, we found positive ways to cope with whatever it was at the time. Oh, So one of them was dropping me off or whatever. And she was like, I just value our friendship so much because, you know, we've known each other for years. And I feel like it's a lot to just, like, not be friends. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I agree. Like, it's... I feel like from because um, obviously like IG, Instagram, people see you reposting, mm-hmm. tagging each other, shit like that. And I was just making fun of us. I'm like, damn, people are like, damn, these bitches are friends again. Like, damn, <laughs> you get me? Yeah. And I was just laughing. I'm like, because people really be thinking shit like that. Yeah. People would just assume they yeah. connect the dots. They connect dots or they try to fill in the spots like, oh, it's because she was with this person. And then this happened and she was yeah. hanging out with this girl. Like, no, literally like. There was nothing but, like, we're just going through shit heavy. Naturally, yeah, natu- naturally it happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, um, I think if there is a friendship, like, you want to try to amend, like, it takes two, obviously. Yeah. Because I, I was, like, ready, but I didn't know if they were ready for me, you know? Yeah, 
And like I was saying in my solo episode, like that's why it's important to when you are mending a friendship Mm -hmm. to really see like whatever side you're on. If you're the person that's really upset or you're the person that doesn't really understand why they're upset at you, Mm -hmm. you really need to sit there and really take on or think about what made that person upset or what made that other person act the way they did. Like sit there and really evaluate it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't necessarily mean that they had bad intentions or whatever the scenario was, you know? So, yeah, I think definitely. And and to admit your own fault, because I told him, like, dude, like, I'm sorry I couldn't be there for you, but I, I felt so alone, too. And it just we weren't connecting at the time. Yeah. But I feel like we're like, you have to admit your your own faults. You yeah, know? you have yeah. to be honest with yourself and be like, I fucked up. Like, I could have mm-hmm. done it like this or I should have reacted like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to amend like long term relationships, too. Yeah. I so agree. I, I don't know. I just. I just, you know, I care about them so much. So I feel like I feel like I'm getting emotional right now, but I'm just so happy. I'm like their friend again. Yeah, they were close friends again. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. And like I've said in my solo episode, I have a friendship um, that like we broke it off not broke it off but it does feel like a breakup dude Dude, yeah because that person knows you like personally like i'm pretty sure you feel like that about your friends we're like we're sisters and our friend our relationship is obviously different you Mm -hmm. know we do know each other personally we know but there's some things that you tell your friends that you don't want to share with your family yeah or like there's things that you experience together that brings your friend you you and your friend closer you know and for me and that particular friend like literally like our lives obviously up to now where it's different because you know she's like in a marriage and stuff like that mm-hmm. but like growing up like our background like everything is like the same, same yeah. like we've we've gone through everything together mm-hmm. and um you know i i doubt she's listening but it's a, a friendship that i definitely would want to amend yeah. but like you said we both have to be ready for it and when that time comes like i'm i'm willing to yeah. amend it um, just because like it's important to to amend those um friendships that like you said didn't necessarily end like in a really like drastic bad way and they didn't do anything to harm you then it's like fixable mm-hmm. because yeah like life is short dude you know yeah and you should be around people that you could trust and feel safe with and that you know are gonna have your back so yeah i i feel like that's crazy like two years i think for you it's been like one year right yeah but it'll be a year for with that um person you're talking about i feel like two years like dude so much can happen and like okay from this episode to our last full episode i feel like so much has happened yeah so it's like it's crazy how i don't know how you could like not talk to someone for so long but again we weren't ready dude like i knew maybe they were ready earlier than me i have no idea but I wasn't ready. I, I just, you know, like I needed to let go of a lot of stuff before like even thinking about like being their friend again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes time. And like, it, like you said, so much can happen in one week. Yeah. One week. Fucking three days. I got lost at sea. No, just kidding. <laughs> <That> sea. <laughs> Shit, dude. I'm, well, I'm glad that you're home and safe. Dude, and I know. Now this is going to be the girl in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is singular. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it's i meant yeah um dude it's just crazy but long-term relationships that again i said like i had to like oh i'm like fuck you i'm just kidding not yeah. like i wish everyone the best obviously like i hope everyone yeah. does 
have that light, like little light bulb in their head, you know? Yeah. But was I telling you? I don't know who I was telling this to, but some people are just so content with their life, which is fine. I feel like right now I'm content, but I know there's stuff I want to do that's bigger than that. And that's what motivates me. Like, you know, it motivates us for the podcast. Yeah. And I don't want to just be around people. Like, I do have people that I know that are content in their life, but they complain a lot about it that I'm like, well, you know, you don't have to stay like this. But again, I'm not here to be anyone's teacher or babysit them either. Like, you're an adult. Like, you know, you have the Internet now. Like, there's so much resources. Like, there's a lot of people who can ask for help. Yeah, definitely. I know I sound like an asshole, but I truly like because I know we have taken ourselves out of like deep, dark holes. Yes. That I feel this way. Yeah. And I think when you go through tough shit, it's like you get to a point where you're just like people might think that you're like an asshole the way you think Mm -hmm. or you're going to be like, damn, you cold. But it's just that like once you you experience like fucked up shit, fucked up emotions, Mm -hmm. like once you get out of it, you're just like bro like nothing like it's not that nothing can phase you but it's just like bro i don't have time for your shit yeah <laughs> i don't have time to waste i don't time i don't have time for your negativity i don't have time for bad relationships bad friendships bad people like i do not want to ever feel like that again mm-hmm. so you avoid that shit at yeah. all costs and sometimes it hits you still unexpectedly because mm-hmm. you get side blind you know you get hit unexpectedly like oh shit did not see that coming from this person Mm -hmm. it still happens so imagine if you're not like if you're definitely like just like whatever yeah you know yeah so but and then it'd be the same people that you know they're like oh like i i need you and then they don't take your help and then when you need something you know you can't even go to them because they're not even at that level space at a good space that you could like talk to because i I've, you know, Jules has taught me, like, you have to be very open with people around you, especially if you see them consistently. So I have got to points where I'm like, hey, guys, like, um, I'm kind of disassociating right now. I'm just, like, not fully emotionally available, but I'll hear you out. But I don't have any good advice for you right now. Yeah. But you can vent. Like, I literally tell that to my friends, like, that fucking phrase that I just said. Yeah. And it literally, like, I'll let them vent and then... They feel better because they got it off their chest. And I one ear out the other and I'm chilling. You get me? This just it's honesty. Like, yeah, like at the end of the day, honesty and communication yeah. is like key when it comes to any fucking relationship. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when people hear the word relationship, they just think like romantic. No. Yeah. You know, it's like all types, like with your mom, your best friend, tu tia, your cousin, any. Dude, teachers. Yeah. Like, I know, I don't know who's in school right now. Like, I'm going back to school this year, you know, in the fall is when my classes start. Yeah. So um, I was thinking about my English teacher from Maryville. Um, it's like, damn, like, I still talk to her, man. Like, she impacted me a lot, you know. And yeah. even after, like, once I got a little bit older and I, like, learned about her situation in life i was like dude what the fuck that's crazy like you impacted me so it's such in a positive way while you're going through all this shit like it was mind-blowing you know yeah it's like when you see your teacher at like when you're in kindergarten and you see him at walmart you're like what the fuck you don't live at school like (laughs) it was like that yeah Yeah. no yeah definitely that's so funny but yeah i think um 
you just really need to like everybody like if you're whoever's listening like if you're dealing with something like that you just really got to think about the type of boundaries you have and if you know what would you or how you would approach a situation if you would cut a person off if they cross a boundary if it's a relationship that maybe not necessarily that you should tolerate it but is it like a relationship with that is worth it basically yeah like for example with your friend i feel like if it was just like a regular friend like that you met this year like you guys don't have any history you'd be like fuck yeah i'm not talking to them no more wait for what scenario the lake the the lake scenario yeah Yeah. but if it like since you guys have history it's like oh you gotta like you said you have to sit with it you Mm -hmm. gotta let it let it go yeah but if it was just like someone you just met this year that you guys became cool you're like well fuck them you know like i I don't have no history with them right so you should really like um, just set your boundaries and just evaluate if the friendship is even worth still working on. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like the girl that I got lost with, she's like, fuck your friends, bro. And I'm like, she doesn't she have did, any history. That was the first time she she was meeting him. So she's like, don't ever invite me anything that has to do with them. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I feel her. And I that sucks because I feel like us three were like the perfect fucking like trio. You yeah. get me when it comes to adventure. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. Um, I told her, I was like, she was like, dude, you could forgive him. Like, and I was like, girl, let me tell you something. Like, he's forgiven, but mine and his relationship is more complicated than that. So, and I'm, I'm not saying that like, oh, like lovers and friends, not that complicated. I'm saying like, in the sense that this happened and we're such good friends and then this happened. You get yeah. me? So I'm like, it's complicated because, you know, we're known each other for so long i was like but he's forgiven so i had to tell her that too because if you don't want to be my friend either for forgiving someone else like that's on you i can't control that but she's like yeah dude like we're treating this differently that's totally fine which is also very mature of her to say yeah i was gonna say it takes a mature mature person to say that because i hate a friend that's like well if you still talk to them i'm not gonna talk to you yeah like how old are you yeah get the fuck out of here Mm-hmm. especially if they didn't do nothing to you yeah obviously if like he would have like obviously he didn't come back for either of us but i got her safe i got her back safe so i feel like that's why she's like dude like you got me back safe like you do what you need to do with him you get me <laughs> but yeah. if we would if we would have stayed lost she would have been like fuck you too you know like yeah. to me yeah yeah like why would you put us in this situation yeah yeah see like the scenario changes then yeah my god that bitch safe respectfully <laughs> yo i should get a thank you no just kidding because thanks to me your experience yeah. in the water dude oh no just kidding it's just i guys i feel like i'm gonna bring this up all the time i just i can't believe it hey your bio's gonna change too i survived survivor <laughs> with a little boat like the canoe emoji yeah. <laughs> someone that's currently struggling with something like that just sit down think about it evaluate your friendship if it, is it worth it would you know would they do the same things that you're doing for them and vice versa how do you feel <laughs> about being home and surviving this uh i feel good um a lot of stuff is coming up that i'm super excited about so um, much life to live you guys so much life to live guys like i'm like i'm so excited for the rest of this year there's just so many exciting things happening in our lives lorena and i are planners for sure so we have a lot of stuff like planned already you know and i'm a i'm a little dork in like when it comes to movies and films so 
I mean, that's all that I'm going to say, but I'm super excited for the rest of the year. Yes. We just plan, we like to plan, I feel like we have shit planned up to like fucking December. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot planned and, you know, I hope that you guys also have shit planned. You know, I'm not, I haven't, be, I became a planner really like in the past year and a half <laughs> mm-hmm. because I feel like you should always have something to look forward to Yeah, because it just makes life exciting. Even if it's some, a day trip or if it's like an event, like always have something planned because it gives you something it motivates you to do get ready for something Mm -hmm. to it's just exciting you know yeah easiest trips are in state i mean wherever you live at but um most of our listeners are in arizona a quick day trip to fucking sedona to jerome a lot of people have never been flagstaff even just to like just chill like find a little restaurant and like plan just to go there and then yeah. come back. It's a literally two hour drive, like oh, from here to Phoenix. A place that I still want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. been is Lake Havasu. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm saying. I think this summer it's it's the summer mm-hmm. that it's gonna happen. I'm just ready. It's hot as fuck already in Arizona. I'm ready to be out in the lake, do fucking lake activities. Um, I know previously we had said that we we're gonna share a place to go in Arizona for people that are visiting. Oh okay. So is it your recommendation? Um, like- Page Arizona. I guess because we're in Utah, but it's like 15, 20 minutes out from like where I guess you would say Arizona ends. Yeah. But Page Arizona is pretty cool. I mean, it's. I would say it looks like Flagstaff. The buildings. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere, Sedona. Like, it feels like Sedona, but the Horseshoe Band and Antelope Canyon are right there. And I was going to say, you should share with them, for people that are here, the restaurant you went to that's in Tempe. Because you said it was a good place. Oh, yeah. I recently went to Pier 54. I feel like it's everywhere on TikTok. But honestly, guys, it's super cute. My friend was telling me last night that the reviews on Yelp talk shit about the food. Um, I got the, the shrimp tacos there. I give them, like seven out of ten seven eight out of ten okay that's not too bad it's not too bad it's just the tortilla it was um from my yeast so they're breaking pretty easy yeah that's the only thing i like when my tacos are like stiff you know <laughs> but, yes. uh, but yeah page 54 i mean page 54 though <laughs> <laughs> trying to combine them <laughs> uh pure 54 and um horseshoe band um Antelope canyon that's where i was at you know like i i recommend it it's it's nice yes and they're and- quick trips yeah, and if you are planning or considering to coming to Arizona, but the heat is scaring you off, man, there's so many things to do out here, like in the lake. Honestly, oh. the heat, as long as you have water with you and you have a hat on, yeah, like the heat is like the last thing. Don't let the heat scare you away from Arizona. I fucking love Arizona. I yeah. might sound biased because we live here, but Arizona's a shit. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hope you're having a good weekend. Thank you for listening. Please share with a friend. Tell a friend. Um, leave us a review on whatever you're listening on. Podcast, Spotify, wherever they're able to leave a, a review. Apple Podcasts. Let's get more reviews. You guys DM us all the time. How about we turn those to reviews? Yes, we appreciate the DMs, but leave us a review. Yeah. Like cool. It doesn't have to be a fucking heartfelt letter. Just be like, fucking sick, bro. <laughs> yes and also follow us on instagram at the girls in underscore we would appreciate it but yes thank you for listening and we will see you next week Peace. peace